0: uh, membership it's 10 bucks a month you get a monthly mastermind exclusively it's a zoom call every month with other youtube members uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the youtube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences so check that out really means a lot to me and thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show Hello, guys. What up, Guru Nation? What up, Facebook? What up, LinkedIn? What up, uh, YouTube? I say I'm going to go live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Ooh. I try to stick to that.
1: Well that's quite the commitment.
0: Yeah, I've been doing it, except for this week. I didn't go Monday, so I made it up for it on Tuesday. So now yeah. we're two, two days in a row back-to-back, back, and you're thinking, well, what the hell are you going to talk about for those two days? Well, we got a lot for those following the journey. Chris and I started a brand new clinic in Arizona. I moved here. I sacrificed and moved out here for the, yeah. good, of, for yeah. the good of DSCS. I for the moved good of the here. clinic, huh? For the good <laughs> of the clinic. And uh, Chris is comfortable back in California. And uh, um,
1: Being held hostage, what are you talking about?
0: That's right. I'd rather be out here. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> ducking some bullets there. Yeah. Um, so... This is actually gonna be useful for a lot of our clients and just people, maybe even future CRAs, CRCs, or even current ones. You know, a lot of you guys are getting hired. You don't know what what, what you're doing. I mean, that's fine. That could be a problem,
1: could be a problem.
0: Yeah, client research
1: could be a problem.
0: It's both, it's fine and it's a problem, but it's only a problem if you don't subscribe, like, comment and share. If you don't know what to comment, put a robot emoji. It helps shatter the algorithms. And unleash uh, ourselves from the Google overlords, which dominate every aspect of YouTube. Mm. So, we got, we had our first site selection visit mm, like three weeks ago. Rod Raphael, what is up? We're fresh off of a Chris and Dan show reaction. Getting to your songs soon. Don't worry. Hang did, in there.
1: We already did one of his songs.
0: We did one of your songs, Rod, but we're going to do another one. Ah. But, Hang in there. Hang in there. But Rod Raphael is always with the comments. Um, much appreciated, Rod. So we had our first site selection visit uh, three weeks ago. It's looking good. It's looking like we have the study. We received the follow-up letter from our monitor, who's an amazing monitor. I'm not going to mention them, but amazing. I'm not going to mention the sponsor or the CRO or even the indication. But I'm going to go through the action items with Chris. And we're gonna go like line by line, just so you guys can see how picky sponsors are. I met with one of our doctors today, one of the specialists who That's, needs to do one of these things and it's required of the study, right? I told him about it and he laughed. Like he laughed, basically when I told him about it. Uh, hello Carla from Florida. How's it going? Hope everything's well with you and your husband.
1: So he, he, laughed, he laughed at this line item in the follow-up letter. Is that what you well, he what we laughed had? at
0: his line item, but I'm not going to mention any okay. of their names. Okay. So here, okay. As discussed at the pre-study site evaluation visit, there are several action items that were raised and require follow-up. CVs for the PI and sub-I need pagination. Mm. Can you explain, Chris, to the... Sure, they want pagination? on it.
1: Why, you know I. I've actually seen this before. I was about to say I haven't seen this before, but I've seen this once before.
0: It's picky, what, Pinky, picky, picky. Uh,
1: there's a reason it's picky, though, and I understand why. And so you can't falsify the CV, right? So the doctor could sign it thinking, you know, here's page one and two, sign here, take over from here. And maybe you add pages three and four or, or you know, something like that. Without the pagination, there's there's no way around this they could have the physician sign each page right or clinician or whomever but I agree it's a bit picky this is not standard in the industry
0: right but it just goes to show you when the sponsor here's what the sponsor has okay they have money it's their study they're called sponsor for a reason Tanya says that's very picky Tanya just wait that's only bullet number one Tanya. so again I just I've wait seen... wait a little Tanya I see. <laughs>
1: I agree it is picky, but I've seen this before. And maybe they had a bad experience with somebody falsifying a CV. Probably. So, you know, and like you said, they're the ones with the money. They're the ones that are contracting with the sites. You kind of have to do what they want if you want to study.
0: Carlos says, Chris, that's correct. Greetings from Japan. How can I get regular info? You got to subscribe. Okay. And on YouTube, Dr. Araya, subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell button. So you get notified each time, bell, bell, bell. Subscribe, bell, comment, like. Subscribe, bell, comment, like. If you have more actions, share. Okay, so Carla says this correct. Uh, so that's one. I understand. Thank you, Carla. And none of this—I'm not critiquing the sponsor. I don't argue with anything they say. They're the sponsor. If I were their sponsor, I would want things done my way too.
1: Sure. And, okay. And I just kind of one more. I'm sorry yeah yeah unfortunately there's no rules in this or there's few rules in this industry there's few standards it's the sponsors make their own rules so it's different requirements for each and every sponsor unfortunately yeah
0: and Carla who's like a prophet look what let's read what she says before I get to the next bullet point because Carla I can tell your experience by your comment you know where this is going as a CRA she said site affiliation with site and overlaps is another picky one what's bullet point number two CV for your sub-eye does not have affiliation with Yuma Clinical Trials. Mm. Why? Because he's not until this study. Sure, but
1: this this is very common. So unlike sure. the first one, this is way more common of a complaint yes. than the pagination.
0: Is, yes, I have no complaints about any of these actually, but this one is very common. Um, yep. Number three, sub-eye of, uh, of the other one. We're missing the CV and uh, GCP training. So I thought I sent the CV. I got to double check my files. Mm-hmm. If I did, I don't think it's affiliated either with the site. So more work for Dan over here. Uh,
1: so maybe before you send it, just have them do a um, affiliation letter, right? Explaining that they're just sub I and... They're not affiliated mm. with the site. They're just work- contractually working for the site.
0: Excellent, actually. I'm meeting with the sub-I, that sub by next week, and I could bring that paper and have them just sign it Yeah. and put in the note to file. I am working with you, McClung controls for the study. Right. Boom. Yep. Okay, that's actually good. Another thing, I might have to just redo it because this is an old-school sub-buy. I might have to just redo his resume because all I have is a PDF and then have him sign it next time I see him, too. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. Next one pending minus twenty freezer thermometer. I do need to order another one. It's gonna be another hundred bucks for you Clinical Trials Expenditure, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those temp sticks, plug it in. I can monitor from my app. Sure. Boom. I have one in the IP ambient. Now I need one in the minus twenty. Site yeah. needs
1: yeah. That's very that's very common too. Very Just-
0: common. Site needs to provide confirmation of negative twenty freezer thermometer. And documentation of calibration or purchase order manual specifying calibration requirements. We are scheduled for a calibration in a few weeks. Um, So we'll have that calibrated for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pending ambient thermometer. I have one now. Site to provide confirmation of receipt purchase of ambient thermometer. Hope you still have that, Chris. And documentation of calibration or purchase order. So we'll get that calibrated. Manual specifying calibration requirements.
1: So, what are you hoping? I still have. I missed this.
0: Documentation pur- of purchase order of yeah. the, uh, um, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah,
1: not not difficult to come up with.
0: For the freezer, I hopefully have documentation of purchase order for the thermometer. I think I do. It's got to be somewhere in my emails. What's, um, but what's it won't ca- even matter because I will have the logs and I will have the it calibrated soon. Right.
1: Which that I kind of find it irritating. When something's new, you shouldn't have to have a calibrator for the first year, I would think. Right. Yeah, many sponsors do still require that unless it came with a certificate of calibration, which some things do. But
0: right. I, don't know, I just
1: find it irritating that you have to get it calibrated when it's brand new.
0: Yeah, but it's so hard to get the calibrators out here that might as well just have them do everything when they're here. Sure. Um, Sight to provide 30 day temperature log for negative 20 and ambient IP. So I'm getting close to the ambient IP, um, 30 day temperature monitoring log, but the freezer, I don't have one yet. So it's gonna take 30 days. <laughs> this is telling me it's at least 30 days till our SIV from the day that I yep. start monitoring the Yep, That would be a good indication. So I better buy that thing now. Um, Okay, site to confirm when they obtained the items for the crash cart, like dopamine, atropine, and epinephrine medication as part of emergency medication. So Jaime, our NP, priced those out. And I think he's either going to order that. I got to actually talk to him about this. I met with him today and forgot to mention this. Um, Incubator. I need to buy an incubator. I will buy one. I found a used one for $400. Uh, Site to provide receipt of negative 20 freezer and documentation of purchase order. Okay, that's the same same one. He put the same one twice.
1: So I'd like just to make a point real quick for maybe semi-research-naive sites or site owners. Um, If you notice, what's going on here is there's equipment that when they came out for the site selection visit that the site did not already have. So this is a common occurrence. So long as you promise the CRO or sponsor that you will acquire this equipment prior to site initiation, usually they're okay. They're okay with you not having it there. You just got to reassure them that you will acquire that necessary equipment. So Dan's gone through like three or four things here that we didn't have on site and Dan assured them that I'm sure that we would have it by SIV. So, So just be aware of that, right? They come out for a site selection visit. They say, hey, uh, you'll need your own EKG machine, and you don't have it. Just assure them that you will acquire it if selected prior to SIB."
0: The next one's the pending calibration records, so that's coming soon, in two weeks. Uh, next one, site needs to confirm CREO, which is our eSource eRegulatory system, capability to restrict access based on a role, independent safety team and efficacy team. I actually have to talk to CREO about that because... We have a safety team and an efficacy team, and we're not supposed to see each other's stuff.
1: Hmm. So they're gonna blind uh, you both, though.
0: Yeah, I gotta talk to Creo about that. If it's too much of a problem, we might have to use the paper source they gave us for this study. Mm-hmm. If it's too much of a problem. Yeah. Um, but the e-regulatory, I think we could still use. It's just the e-source. Mm-hmm. Uh. Site needs to confirm if they have a SOP for protocol deviation and kappa. So I got to look through the one I sent him. Um, if not, I have to put something in there. This is a common example of like when you update your, your SOP. Mm-hmm. It's whenever you're asked for something, you update it. Mm-hmm. What's up, Ashley Margot? Big things coming from you and the CR- CRA Academy students on this first round. Ashley's doing one on one. Did you know this, Chris? You don't even know this. I don't. Ashley's hey, doing. Ashley's about to do one on one calls with our new grads, the new group mm-hmm. from the CRA Academy, um, to go through like an overview of like what sponsors expect from your monitoring reports. Mm. And then That's she's pretty. also going to tell the our students during that call, one on one calls. About her other services that she provides. Sure. That should be very helpful, Ashley. It's a good yep. idea. For everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos says Creo is 21 CFR compliant. And yes, they can do unblinded and blind enroll. Oh, okay.
1: Very Maybe nice. we'll do
0: that. Maybe we'll do that. Um, site needs to confirm if Arizona has a bill of rights as listed in our SOP so I have to update our SOP Oops. because it's California <laughs> SOP. Yeah. Oops. And Arizona doesn't do Bill of Rights. Yeah. Oops. Carlos saying Kappa for what? I need a SOP for my Kappa. So that'll be like a paragraph. And that's it. Again. And then they he ends it with on behalf of XYZ uh drug company. I would like to personally welcome you to this exciting team project. And then you, Chris, also got the budget. So we're good. We just need to like a few things. It's not too crazy what I have to work on here, but. So I got a follow up to Carl. Who needs, who needs more work?
1: So why do they need an SOP on Kappa? I suppose, what is this? Uh, prelim uh, Like a pre-strike in case uh, you have an issue and you have to write up a Kappa plan? I yep. want to know what your standard is? Is that what I'm it just- is?
0: I'm just gonna make it very simple, you know. Cur- literally, what it says: corrective action, preventative action. Site will identify the corrective action and implement the uh, implement a uh, workflow for the um what is it? Corrective action, preventative action. Right. So it's gonna be very sent like two sentences. So. Put Carla him, says it's not that bad. I could be more picky drama maker. Dang, Carla. Stay away. <laughs> stay away from Yuma.
1: Yeah, stay away from Dan in the Yuma clinical trials. Yeah,
0: don't come around here. <laughs> stay t- Stick to Miami. Just kidding, Carla. You're welcome anytime. Mikasa casa su casa. Yeah, so long as you don't give
1: Dan too much work.
0: Yeah, but this monitor's <laughs> cool. I like our monitor. Unfortunately, he's not going to be our monitor.
1: Mm, that's usually how it works with the site selection visit.
0: But he did say he would have to, most likely he will come again to do the uh, training for the specialist, mm. which is why I asked for more money from the startup because we're going to have to pay them for their time.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to get any more money.
0: Well, whatever we have, we'll make it work. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, we went live. Let's wait for some more questions. Chris, what are your thoughts on all this?
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with Carla. It's not that bad. Um, and the one item was picky. I mean, like I said, I've seen, yeah, I've seen this once in a few hundred uh, site selection visit follow up letters I've seen. So,
0: yeah, it yeah. could be the sponsor thing, not the CRO thing. Um, sure, sure. But what's the bigger lesson for the like the potential sites out there, or the even the employees? Like, I
1: already gave my bigger lesson. Uh,
0: well, what's a summary of the bigger lessons?
1: Well, like I said, if you don't have something that they require, just tell them you'll get it. I mean, right? Your site selection visit—it's your study to lose, right? When they're coming, spending the dollars and time to come out to your site, it's your study to lose. So. One of the ways to lose that study is for you not to have a piece of equipment or something else that they require, and then say, "Well, yeah, I don't think we'll be able to do that." Well, guess what? You just <laughs> lost the study.
0: So, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can do that. See, you got to be experienced like me. When I came, they came in there. I said, "I oh, would well, get anything you want."
1: Yeah, within reason.
0: Right. Yeah. They want
1: they want you to get an MRI, PDF, or something that costs a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, they wanted
0: us. They wanted us to get an incubator for just in the event that our central lab doesn't work or something oh ah. so i and my pi it was hilarious he said yeah we're i was going just gonna say
1: yeah tell him what the he said
0: <laughs> the pi told them we're gonna raise chickens because we have nothing to do with the incubator you yeah know? so we're gonna raise chickens using it for
1: a, a chicken incubator
0: yes well, and no carla, no carla no carla, it's not a cns troll um so yeah i guess that's it guys let's end the live and uh unless Chris has anything else to add no nope. I know it's late, you know out there on the East Coast, so oh yeah, not as many people as usual, but hey, it's all good. you guys will watch in the replay and thank you. make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share. I'm surprised the cra a didn't ask for a backup generator, yeah, and if they did the p i might have laughed at him. I don't know what he would have done
1: yeah you know it's funny i That used to be a much more common question. I used to see this like fifty percent of the time at site selection visits. This question, yeah, I haven't seen it uh, (laughs) since since the pandemic started because they got bigger things to worry about.
0: Well, I don't know about bigger things to worry about because I just read this book called "Lights Out," written by Ted Koppel. Yes, Mm -hmm. that Ted Koppel, Mm -hmm. and it's almost inevitable that a cyber attack will happen in a large U.S metro area or regions mm-hmm. and completely knock out our power grids for days, weeks, maybe even a month. That'd be great. The U S is completely unprepared for this. Oh yeah. We're going off on tangent, but this is what live streams are for. The U S is completely unprepared for this. The uh, The problem with our government is we don't respond to things until after something happens. Uh, and so it's, almost impossible to replace one of these generators like one of these transformer go out in a neighborhood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's impossible to replace you have to shut down the highway for like six hours all right if it's interstate you need permission from every state it's going to travel through mm. and the truck like occupies two lanes so they have to actually shut down the highway for this to occur so if yeah. it happens in a smaller place that ain't getting replaced anytime soon it happens in a bigger city It's going to be a lot of issues. Uh, It might get replaced quicker, but it's going to be a lot of issues in those days or weeks that it's out. And if it takes months, welcome to Mad Max. (laughs) So they should be asking this more often, I think. But I think the reason they're not is because supply and demand. There's just too many studies right now. Most sites don't have backup generators. So I feel like they think it's a waste of time to ask this question. What that's been replaced with is what is your disaster preparedness plan? Like... In the event of a disaster, we were asked that too, and we have SOP for that.
1: Well, what I've seen it replaced with is how do you handle telehealth?
0: Ah, interesting. They didn't ask me that. Hmm. They just asked me what's my disaster SOP for flood, earthquake, power outage, anything. Yeah. And it's very common to ask now,
1: um, you know, in case there's another shutdown, what do you do if you can't see the patients in person?
0: Yeah, telehealth.
1: Yeah, but we'll get out. We'll get the on yard. Specifically, what do you use? and That kind of thing, like Zoom or what? Hmm.
0: That's correct. Carlos says, great example. Texas in the snowstorm. Several of the sites lost samples. It cost millions. Yep. Yeah, I know. And imagine if the power, everybody wants to get scared. Read that book. Lights Out by Ted Koppel, written in 2014. Obviously before COVID. But mm-hmm. we saw a little taste of like that chaos during covid but we all still had our power we all relatively other than a few toilet paper runs and you know things like that we had supplies access to food there was a little like threats that it's gonna be shortage but never really was too bad at least in the u.s but this power outages man that's gonna be bad read that book guys as a side note um so anyways Thank you, Chris, very much. Thank you, everybody who watched, listened. We'll catch you all later. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Throw those robot emojis on there.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Bye-bye.